the bumpy road to success where I interview successful people from all around the world and from all walks of life, learning about their journey, but not only about their ups, but about their down as well. Because today on social media, we see all the successes of people, but we rarely see the struggles they had to go through in order to get where they are now. So today I'm super excited to welcome Ian Waddington, who is father of three kids and who not only has successful personal uh, coaching in the UK, but also all around the world, helping people not only transform their body, but ultimately their life. So welcome on the show, Ian. Uh, thanks for having me, Vash. That's a, a great build up. I uh, really appreciate <laughs> that. And yeah, yeah, it's superb to be on here. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. So, so let's get straight into it. So you used to have management position before becoming personal trainer. Why did you decide to make such a radical change? What prompted you to do this? Um, right. So, yeah, my early days, I was always into sports and fitness from being at school into college. Uh, but sometimes life sends you in a different direction. So mm -hmm. I ended up getting a career, nothing to do with sports. We were actually in electrical insulation. Um, so I did that for a number of years. I always had a goal to do well, whatever I did. So I was always ambitious, always pushing forward, always quali getting qualifications. And I did that for, you mean, 20, 23 years in total. But about five years ago, I started to think, I'm ambitious, but am I ambitious in the right areas? Something that I enjoy. And the answer was no. I, I, I really wasn't enjoying I liked the company. I liked the people I was working with, but I wasn't interested in what I was doing. At that point, I remember being in a meeting uh, at work and just thinking after a meeting, I've got to change. I've got to change. But I have two kids. I have three kids now. I had two kids then. I couldn't just change overnight. So I had to think about what mm -hmm. I wanted to do. Fitness stood out and then put a plan of action in over a number of years to actually make it happen. So what I did was I set up my online personal training business on the side, as well as doing the work. And over the years, I managed to transform it into a successful company. And then last year, um, in November last year, I could finally finish the job. So after 23 nice. years as a, as a lab technician and then manager, I handed my notice in and now I do the Jimbo stuff full time. Nice. Such a, such, such a good journey, like inspiring one. So, so basically, what roadblocks did you hit at the beginning? Because I can only imagine how many like roadblocks oh, that had to be where uh, everything was new for you. Yeah, there's absolutely laws, but um, I don't want to sound negative and, and try and stop people doing it. But anything you do in life that's going to be important to you, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, so, you mean, I had a good pay. I had lots of benefits, health benefits, pension, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Suddenly when you set your own business up, <laughs> you've not got that. Um, as a manager at the company I was at, I had people who sell, sold everything for me. I had marketing team for me. I had people to work under me and above me who would do a lot of things. Once you set your own business up, you suddenly got none of that. So you become the salesperson. You become the marketing person. You become the customer care. You become everything at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's hard and you make mistakes. And I made a lot of mistakes at the, the beginning. And unfortunately, that's where a lot of people stop and they say, oh, mm -hmm. I'm not made and cut out for that. And they leave. Don't do that. You've got to keep mm -hmm. doing, carrying on, mm -hmm. make the mistakes, but learn from them. Um, so, yeah, there were a lot of roadblocks initially and there will be lots more to come. But it's mm -hmm. about overcoming them one at a time. Don't think too far. In the, although you want to have a plan 
of action of where you want to be. You don't need to worry too much about every little detail of getting there. It's overcoming mm -hmm. things on a daily and weekly basis that are taking you towards that point. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, the, the roadblocks were many, the many, and there still are. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Great mindset, my friend. And so, basically, what did you tell yourself? Because when, whenever we hit, like, difficult situation, it's so easy to, like, get into our head and just listen to negative voice telling us, you will never make it. What are you trying to do? What did you tell yourself when you hit some roadblocks or hit um, some difficulties? For me, <laughs> and you're probably going to agree with this or, or disagree, I don't know. I went to the gym. <laughs> I trained. Okay. And usually it became a lot clearer to me. So whenever I was getting stressed at the computer or doing something, it wasn't working. My answer to most things is going to the gym, work out, clear my mind, and then I come back with the answer. But... Um, no, there's, there's lots of um, techniques I had. I always have kept that vision of where I want to be, mm -hmm. what I want for my family, what I want for my kids. And when it's a hard day and I don't want to do something, I don't want to sit and write a blog or I don't want to do a training plan, mm -hmm. I always try coming back to that and saying, just think of that bigger plan. Where am I mm -hmm. heading to? Where will I want to get? And that keeps me on. But it is a lonely time sometimes. Mm -hmm. As a personal trainer, if you're doing the one-to-one, -one, which I do you mean I, I mainly do in the mornings you get into be with people but the rest of the time you can be stuck at a laptop all day and it can be a lonely time and you can question well why am i not out and about mm -hmm. but like i say having that goal and that vision in the future what you're aiming for and you know mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do that's what keeps me going so the bigger vision the bigger picture yeah. awesome is, awesome yeah. so basically like i can see a lot of people let's say in your situation that they want to quit their job they want to start doing something on the side how did you manage your time because i like doing full-time job and starting on-site online personal training it gets it has to be very time consuming and energy one it is yeah and 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 this is where i think a lot of people fail where they they want something to happen overnight you know I mean? if you if you go in with the mindset oh i don't want to do this job i'm going to quit it and then i want to set up the next day not usually going to work like that so there is a lot of work involved where you mean i was working late at night i was working early mornings before work but because i didn't set myself right it has to be done in two weeks it has to be done in phase this was a longer term plan so i was giving myself mm -hmm. a number of years you mean i did all my qualifications as a personal trainer at the weekends you mean i did lots of courses at weekends which my wife didn't particularly like but you've got to make these sacrifices sometime so it's like i say it's all about making them steps regularly so you mean it's not feasible whatever the rock or whatever says to work 20 hour days every day <laughs> but if you say right i work nine till five i'm going to give myself two hours every night and one hour in the morning then three hours add up and over a week and a month and a year, that's a lot of time that you mm -hmm. can get a lot of things done. A lot of people just straight away say, oh, I've only got three hours. That's nothing. What's the point in three hours? But if you build on that, it can mm -hmm. soon start to have real results. And once you start getting momentum, things start to fall in place. So I, I'm a big believer that you, until you get up these levels, you don't see the next steps. Because mm -hmm. what I see now today I'm sure in six months' time, I'll have a better vision still of new things that come on. Like yourself, you've, you've contacted me. We're doing a, a podcast. 
things can come up all the time, yeah. can't they? So it, it's not to worry too much about always how we get there. It's just keep going on, put them hours in, put them a couple of hours here and there in every single day, and they'll soon start progressing into into big actions. Awesome, awesome. That's incredible. So what do you think are two things, whether it's behaviors, habits, that help you the most to contribute to the success you have right now? What do you think are the best um, behaviors or habits? Yeah, um, having a routine. Having a routine mm -hmm. is critical. Absolutely. I used to be the worst person around for getting up late. I used to, I'm going back a fair way, well, about 12 years ago. If I was starting work at eight in the morning, I'd be up at 20 past seven. I'd be throwing a breakfast into me, jumping in the car, racing to work. 12 years ago, I decided, right, I need time. I need to think. So I decided I'm going to train before work. And I set that in place. I, I set my alarm, half past five, got up, half past five on the dot, didn't snooze it or anything like that, in the gym for six o'clock. That became my routine for the next 10 years. Wow. So routine is massive. And as my business has drawn and all the other stuff, I've had to put things in place. And even though they're uncomfortable and still, still today, people say, oh, yeah, you're fine. You like getting up early in the morning. I don't. When the alarm goes off, I could easily have another hour. I could easily have an half hour. But what I do is I say, I know this is what's best for me. I know if I wake up in an hour's time, I'm still going to say I could do with another hour. Mm -hmm. So I stick that schedule in. I don't snooze the button. I get straight up and do it. So yeah, routine in everything I do. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Is you mean? I make sure I do my gym sessions. I make sure I put the work in. I make sure I put time aside for my family. So routine is a big one. And the other one, which goes hand in hand, is having the discipline to do it. Make sure it's happening. Because sometimes... I mean, motivation will come and go. Some days you'll be motivated, others will you won't. But if you're disciplined, it is going to happen every day. So even mm -hmm. some days I just don't want to work. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie about that. Some days I'd love to just sit in front of the telly and do nothing. But if you're disciplined and you know you have something to do, mm -hmm. just get on and do it. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, amazing. So what I hear from all those online personal trainers is the beginnings. How did you get your first clients? Because I can only imagine that at the beginning, you don't have much reputation. Um, also, you don't have any testimonials. So how did you get your first clients? Um, trial and error, <laughs> completely. Probably a, the, annoying the hell out of a lot of people. You mean, I look back now at what I was doing online two, three, even probably a year ago, and sometimes it embarrasses me. You mean, because I came from a management position, but not a sales position, mm -hmm. I just assumed everyone knew what I was doing. Everyone knew about my product and everyone either wanted to buy or they didn't. So I'd sometimes contact people on social media and just try and sell to them, not even introduce myself real, which right now is just unbelievably embarrassing. But you mean you, you do what you know and that's all I knew at that point. Mm -hmm surprisingly because if you have a big enough net you will get some fish what you saw i did get a few clients in that way i probably lost a lot more and annoyed a lot more people but that's how i set out and um, like mm -hmm. i say i know that's completely the wrong way to go now but at that stage it helped me build slowly and i was helped by the fact that i knew many years ago of the power of social media 
So I'd built up quite a big following. So like on Instagram, I think I have a, at the moment about 45,000 followers on wow. different, on, I've got four or five different platforms on, on Instagram. Uh, LinkedIn's my big one. Um, I have 15,000 connections, but it works really well for what I'm doing. Uh, and I'm quite big on Facebook. So a lot of it nowadays, rather than back then was just sales, sales, sales. Now mm -hmm. I'm trying to give as much content and value people. I generally want to help them. I don't want to give them something that's no good, even if it's free or whatever. I want to give them as much as I can. If they then come and work me, brilliant. If they don't, brilliant still, because they've got something that they can use. Um, so yeah, the early days was difficult to get kite. And, and you mean, I wouldn't advise doing what I did but it did work on a smaller scale. And, it, and again, it, it, it taught me lessons that I learned from you. I mean, I had some people come back and say, look, mate, what are you doing? You've contacted me, you don't know me, and you're trying to sell to me. And you mean, rather than me getting angry and saying, so what, I came back and said, you're absolutely right. I'm going to take this lesson. Mm -hmm. you're right, tell me a bit more. Tell me, give me a bit more about what I've done mm -hmm. that's annoyed you. And I'll learn from that. And people, when, you, when you're honest with them and you speak like that, they're willing to help you most of the time. And, and that's what I try to do. I'm willing mm -hmm. to help anyone if I can. Uh, and, and most people are like that as well. So it's being genuine and being yourself. But again, like I say, the early days, getting people in, it can be a daunting task. Um, and it, if you look at one-to-one -one personal trainers in the gym, I always feel I've never had to do that because I started the online first mm -hmm. and then went more into the one-to-one -one as well. But, mm -hmm. It is quite a, not a sad thing because you know, I mean these people have got are choosing a career, but it's very difficult for a one-to-one -one trainer when he's initially in a gym and there's all experienced personal trainers around him and he's no clients whatsoever and he's going up to people and he's trying to sell himself and they're saying, well, tell me of your successes and like, well, I haven't had any because <laughs> I'm not in. So it is a bear and that's where a lot of personal trainers give up. I think mm -hmm. I think it's it's a it's a career that a lot of young people go into and give up within three, four, five months because of that initial thing. But once you, if you keep up stuff, like I say, that progression, if you get your first client and then your second, and then you start seeing results with them, and then you mm -hmm. can publicise it, it's about growing and sticking in there. Um, so yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. So you just went through it. You just trial and error, right? Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Absolutely, everything, everything, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So you've now coached many, many people. So basically, what are, let's say, one, two, three things that you see every single client is doing? What mistakes in terms of their health, mindset, nutrition? What, um, what do you think? Right. So, so what, what, what sort so of mistakes that most people are making? Yeah. Yeah, and um, your clients basically whether it's in terms of nutrition, in terms of fitness. Right. Very simple things that I see, I won't say 99%, but nearly there, there mm -hmm. is lack of water. Dehydration. Most mm -hmm. people, in my opinion, if, they, if you went and did a, a urine test on them, they would be uh, verging from slightly dehydrated to severely. So many people think, you mean half a litre or, or even a litre of water is enough a day. And then wow. they say, oh, well, I had a coffee as well. And this, if you're ever feeling thirsty, you're virtually getting on this, the first bits of being dehydrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, I myself, I'm a bit over the top. I drink anything from four to eight liters of water a day. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not saying that's the thing, but straight away, my clients, I, I'll have them fill in a food diary every day of what they eat and drink. 
and near enough every time I'll see water will stand out of someone mm -hmm. that's missing with him. And it's not just about the dehydration, it's what it does for your body in total to prevent injuries, to fill your stomach up. There's so many things. I mean, of all the studies that are out there, there's very, very few that ever criticise water. <laughs> there, mm -hmm. there are any, I've not seen them. So, so water, being, de being hydrated mm -hmm. is an absolute key. Um, other things, um, a lot of people, when I, when I first start training them, they get obsessed with weight. They're obsessed with weight and losing weight, and they're not thinking about other things like body composition. So, mm -hmm. for example, you could wear the same. You, you look at some of these rugby players. There can be a guy who's five foot eleven, and he weighs fourteen stone, and he can be severely obese. And you can have a same guy who can be toned up. He can be very muscular, and they wear the same because mm -hmm. your muscle muscle is a lot more dense than fat. So, mm -hmm. if you think about a kilogram of fat might be this big, and a kilogram of muscle might be this big. Mm -hmm. that has to be in your body somewhere so it's not all about weight and some people they get you know, I mean really don't oh I'm not losing weight or I've put weight on but say you were you were doing the right things you were losing fat but putting muscle on you might even gain weight and then on top of that with having a lot of water you could in the short term gain weight so it's about looking at the bigger picture and not the same mm -hmm. look I need to lose one kilogram in in seven days I need to you lose a stone in a month it's not all about that. Obviously, it's good if you can see you're looking better and you're losing the weight, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot more than just the weight. Um, so, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're probably the main things that I, I, I see on a, an almost Perfect. regular basis. So, so what, what would you recommend people who, let's say, want to lose weight? What would you recommend them to set a goal? Because according to what you just said, it's not very smart to say like i want to lose one stone what do you think will be a much better goal to set um so weight is after saying all that weight is still a good measurement to have but it's alongside other things so there's ways to you mean pretty much all of my clients i'll have them do progress pictures so what that'll be when they very first out they'll take pictures of themselves some people feel a bit um you mean i don't I don't make it an absolute mandatory. If people generally don't want to do, that's fine. And I'll never mm -hmm. share anything on social media unless I get the permission. But it's brilliant for that person to actually see the changes in themselves. So, mm -hmm. yeah, progress pictures are something I always encourage. Mm -hmm. Weight is one that goes hand in hand with all that. So, like I say, it's not the be and all and end all, but it's, it's still a good management. Then you can go in more detail and you can look at things like body fat, Depending on the goal, you might look at what their, um, you mean, their actual figures in the gym are. So things mm -hmm. like one rep maximum, what can they lift? Are they increasing the power? Are they increasing the reps? Are they increasing? There's lots and lots of things that mm -hmm. we monitor, and it all depends on the goals. Um, but like I say, weight is not. Most people come in and say, "I want to lose two stone," but if they lose two stone but gain no muscle or whatever they might look even worse than they did with the two stones so it's yeah it's, it's a balancing act perfect perfect makes sense you also were talking about that you try to give as much value for free to people which is amazing because i read for instance your uh, ebook which is like yeah, long yeah. long pages of loads of value and you were talking about three pillars of fitness which was uh nutrition exercise and mindset which one do you consider to be the most important out of these three? 
Right. There's a reason mindset comes first in the book, and that's because without it, the other two are a little bit irrelevant. So obviously, if you're not in the right mindset to put the nutrition in place and put the workouts in place, it's not going to work for you. So that is probably people, most people will see that as, oh yeah, I'll work through mindset. But getting that mindset where you're saying, I'm going to do this, not I might do this or I'll try to do this, I'm mm -hmm. going to do it. So the mindset is without doubt the number one. Once you've got that in place, you'll achieve the rest because you'll find the way, you'll find the right nutrition, you'll find the right fitness plan. But until you get that mindset, you're not, you're not mm -hmm. going to do it. And I hear it all the time. You know, I, I hear people say, yeah, I'm going to try and get up tomorrow morning. Like someone's chaining them to the bed and they can't get out. If you are going to get up tomorrow morning, you're going to get up no matter what. You mean, if you have to go for a hospital appointment or a, an operation, you don't say, I'm going to try and get to that operation. You're going to get there. So mindset is key. And it, it always, it's the when I first start training people, when they keep saying, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, it does give me a bit of a worry. I have to give them a bit of a talking to because you mean, you're not trying, you're doing it and you're going to find a way, whichever way. So yeah, mindset is definitely the key. Awesome. That's, I've never heard like, or I don't hear very often from online person trainers actually emphasize mindset as much as you do, which is incredible. So if somebody is just starting right now, what do you think he can start doing to improve his mindset or work on his mind? Writing things down. Um, so having a goal, you mean lots of our goals and, and it's easy to forget your goal and it's easy to get sent off track. And, and that's fine in some ways, because even if you write down your goal, your goal might change. You mean, you might want to play for Preston North End, where I come from, and then your goal might become bigger and you want to play for Man United. So you can change your goal, but writing it down, putting it in places where mm -hmm. you see it on a daily basis, where it's giving you that drive, where you know what you're doing, that's really important because so many people, they get lots of goals and ideas, but they never focus in on them. So, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Discerning what you want to do, make it smart. So make it so it's specific, it's measurable. You've got a t It's a timed and, and you know roughly where you're going to go. And that's not to say it has to be done in a week or two weeks. It can be a longer term thing. But having a goal that you're really working towards is the key. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. And also I hear from a lot of people that they actually struggle to, to actually uh, invest, let's say, in online personal training. Because if it's not personal in the gym, they feel like they're not getting as much value and they don't think it's very effective. So what would you say to these people who right now don't believe in online coaching? Yeah, it's, it's not for everyone. It's totally not for everyone. And, and, the, and the PTs, online PTs who say it is, they're not. You I mean there's some people who really do need someone with them, um, and I offer, like I say, I do some one-to-one, -one, but it's only in the Preston area. I do some what I call hybrid packages, where I'll do the online personal training and then meet up with the person maybe every month or every two months. Um, mm -hmm. So it all depends. But the technology that's available, you I mean I've got my own app, I've got my own website. It's so much better than it was a number of years ago. So with my training plans, you get videos exactly how to do it. You get instructions exactly how to do the exercises, mm -hmm. videos showing how to. The people in the app can actually video themselves doing the exercise, send it to me, I'll give feedback. 
they've got a messenger service they can contact at me at any time so it's not quite one-to-one but it's as near as you're going to get um and it, it does work for certain people and a, a lot of people getting very good results but i, I want lion sets for absolutely everyone someone you know if someone's petrified uh, of going in the gym although a lot of my online clients aren't gym i do home workouts but if they really are petrified and they've got them barriers up that they're not going to do it the best thing to them is obviously to be with someone first to show them and then a later date maybe move into online personal training so it depends where they are in the journey um but you I mean i i know from personal experience it's working well for a lot of people that i train and i know other trainers train not just in england but around the world uh, mm-hmm. and it's always advancing anyway i'm always thinking of new ways how i can improve it um so yeah yeah like i say not for everyone but it's be- definitely a good tool for a lot of people mm-hmm. awesome awesome and also when i was reading your ebook i i came across something i i can definitely relate to too, is that some people who are let's say on a diet and or that they they stick to a certain type of foods and then they they are prone to have like uh, some treats uh, so they enjoy the pleasure, let's say, for 10, 20 seconds, but then the rest of the day, they feel guilty that they didn't stick to it. So what would you advise people who struggle to be consistent uh, with their nutrition that actually supports their health and fitness goals? Right. So, if you, yeah, I go on a lot about food prep and probably most fitness professionals do. If you are in a state where you're tired, where you're hungry, where you're stressed, you make different decisions than when you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So most people fall into at least one of them when it comes to lunchtime or when it comes to dinner time or it comes to snack time or it comes to pre-snack time, whatever, you know, when people eat. So if they're in that position and they suddenly say, right, it's 12 o'clock, I've nothing at all planned, I'm hungry. They're in that hunger is going to make them make a decision. And that will usually be what's quick, what's easy and what's super tasty. And that usually means going to a supermarket or a shop or a sandwich shop and buying something really unhealthy that they're going to eat quickly, feel great for 10 seconds or a minute or five minutes. And then the whole afternoon, they're going to say, why am I, why have I eaten this? Wow, I feel horrible. I feel bloated. I feel the key is food prep. So take that out of it. And it, actually, a lot of people say, why do you don't food prep is because of time and money and that. It's cheaper. It's cheaper because if you're going to a shop, you're buying a premium, you're buying, you mean, a sandwich that's there, rather you can buy in bulk if you're doing it in food prep. Time-wise, is it really any longer to prep maybe two days a week? So I tend to, when I'm doing my food prep, I tend to prep on a Sunday night and then on a Wednesday, two times a week, and that's all my meals pretty much done in maybe an hour and a half total. Add up someone going to the shop five, six, seven, you mean to go twice a day, 14 times a week. That is a lot more time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it sort of made me, but it's again, it's getting people into the routine. Whatever routine they get into, whether it's good or bad, people will stick to it and do well. Um, so yeah, food prepping is super important um, mm-hmm. and getting into that routine. Mm hmm. And so do you have any, let's say, healthy snack you recommend to your clients that, let's say, they want to reward themselves, but still not kill all the progress they made, let's say, the past week? Um, do you have any 
special recipes or anything you recommend? Um, oh, I've got lo lots of, uh, you mean, for all my clients, I, I do them lots of recipes and diet plans and everything. Um, what I would say with regard to that is there's lots and lots of options now. You mean, being healthy doesn't have to mean a boring, you mean, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm on chicken and salad and that's it every day. I mean, we've, we've, we've got a bit more imagination than that. There's lots and lots of things. So use your imagination, work out what you like. And again, this isn't about cutting out. You know, I mean, some people say to me, oh, I'd love to do your training, but I like to go out for a drink at weekend. I don't tell my clients not to go out for a drink unless they've got a goal. So if they, if they want to do a competition or they want to get in certain shape for a certain time, then we might say, right, the next four weeks, we don't want you to drink anything. But in the main, people who are saying, you mean I want to get into this dress and I want to feel good about myself. We're not saying cut out everything. We're not saying don't go for a drink. We're not even saying don't have that Domino's pizza or McDonald's that you may really like. But it's moderation and it's about doing it the right time. So many people, they, they go all or nothing. So they'll, they, might, they might eat brilliantly all week and then it'll come to Saturday and they go and have that bottle of wine or they have that beer or they have that pizza. And then the mindset flips and says, oh, I've done this. Oh, I've, I've ruined everything. I might as well have another beer. I might as well, oh, the next day I'll do the same. And it's just like having a puncher in your car and going and slashing your other tires, isn't it? It's, it's not mm. <laughs> just because you make a mistake yeah, or just yeah. because you enjoy yourself. So the key I give to a lot of my people is, my clients is, look, whenever you fail and you are going to fail, like in anything, the key is to get right back onto it jump back on so the next day or you mean if in the morning you have a terrible breakfast don't worry and stress about it because that's going to get you stressed and you're going to probably eat more rubbish what you do is you say right i've done that acknowledge it take responsibility and move on to it what that you can do next which is get back onto your plan eating healthily prep your meals and things like that Amazing. So get back to the track as soon as possible. As soon and, as possible, yeah. And I think it's much better rather to enjoy the once in a while treat and be happy yeah, about totally, it rather than totally. because they enjoy it for five seconds and they're guilty all the time. Why not actually immerse in the experience yeah, yeah, and enjoying yeah. it and not yeah. having any bad feelings about it? Yeah. And the brilliant thing is as well is um, a lot of people that I've trained have found that when they get into a routine for long enough, when they suddenly try the treat that they liked before, they realize, I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> so you know, if they did, fair enough, but if they don't, find a new treat that might be, might be healthy as well. So there's, yeah, mm -hmm. there's lots of mindset shifts that can, can happen. Wow, amazing, amazing. And so, so let's say if, if because now uh, stress is a big thing, like a lot of people get stressed and that mostly lead to bad nutrition. Uh, do you have any tips and tricks for people who have stressful jobs or tend to stress a lot during the day? Yeah, well, I've certainly been a stressful person uh, in the past and, and, and to a degree I, I still am. Mm -hmm. People often think that exercise is something to add to the stress it's completely not it's the best stress reliever around if i'm feeling really you know I mean, sometimes i feel down like like most people will 
feel completely down, I know that if I can get to that gym and I can go and do some weights, or I can do some cardio, I can do doing a hit session, I know that although I might find it hard to get myself there and to get moving, once I do, that momentum things in and it's changing my changing my perspective on things and it's nine out of ten times it works for me. Um, so yeah, that is my ultimate stress reliever. You know, I think it's so much better than well, I know it's so much better than alcohol and things like that, but it totally is. But so many people see it as a stress giver. They think, oh, I'm stressed and I've also should be doing a gym session as well. So that's taking my stress levels up. The key is mm -hmm. to think, no. That is my stress reliever. That's better than sitting and watching a TV program or filling myself with Doritos or, or having a beer or having a wine. If I can suddenly say, right, stop now, get to that gym, work out, mm -hmm. and then we'll see what I'm stressed about afterwards, I would say for most people, they'll feel a lot, lot better. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. My biggest, biggest tool for, for overcoming stress is exercise. Awesome, awesome. Just just coming back to the meal prep, uh, because you have wife, you have three children. Do you prepare just for yourself and eat like separately or do you have a um, while together it, meal? It depends what my goals are. So next year I'm doing a competition in May, um, which is the Body Power Classic um, over mm -hmm. 40s, which I'll be doing extreme prep for. So that will literally will be for the last well from january through to may i'll be starting it but for the last two to three months it'll be meal planned exactly every single day every single meal at that point it's not something my wife and kids will do but my wife is she's she is into fitness to some level she is quite a good cook and she does like to to cook healthy meals so i'm, I'm probably quite lucky in that um, my, kid, my kids are kids, so you I mean they they still love the sweets, and it's it's hard to keep track of them when they're at school and that. But we do try and make the healthy choices wherever possible because if there's not the the junk food in the fridge in the freezer, the only way they can get it is when they're out. So I limit it as much as possible. But sometimes, like I say, when I'm doing a prep, I, do, I don't make my wife eat. You mean whatever I'm eating every <laughs> every day? So so it, it all depends. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome awesome and so let's say all the people who are listening and maybe struggling with their health or would like to change what would be one to maybe three things they could start doing today very simple ones to improve their health you mentioned already the hydration which will probably be number one yeah the, the water side is easy you know and in, i mean everyone in in this country um, I mean, most people in the world have access to water easy. So that's a simple one. Let's get that in. A lot of people, mm -hmm. even people who say they didn't like, they don't like the taste of water. I didn't like the taste of water 15 years ago and I made myself and, and now I love it. You I mean, so mm -hmm. you've got to do things like that. Making a plan. You I mean, what's to stop everyone who listens to this tonight going down and saying, right, what is my health and fitness plan? It doesn't have to be perfect, but put in a plan together of what they want to achieve, a goal, ideally a time scale. Anyone can do that. Um, finally, ditch the excuses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone, you know, I mean? we're all we're all prone to having excuses that and some are genuine, but even the genuine ones, there's always a solution. Well, most of the time there's a solution. So if someone is coming into someone with the mindset of, I'd love to do this, but whenever there's a but there, 
there's a good chance they're going to fail. So let's get rid of that button and say, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. I've got these problems, but here are my solutions. So focusing on solutions rather than what I can't do. Um, mm -hmm. So they're the tips. And, and, and I think anyone can bring that into play today. So whether you mean, no matter how much money you've got, what job you've got, what your responsibilities are, being hydrated, working out some goals and quitting the excuses is something that everyone can implement. Awesome, awesome. I just read an amazing book. It's called Everything is Figure Outable. And this is the mindset that no matter what's going on in your life, there is always solution. And once you adopt this mindset that everything is figure outable, just yeah, yeah, totally. because you don't stress about it and you go straight finding the solution. So, yeah. so tell me more about maybe one, two lessons that you've learned along this long journey for you, very successful journey. Um, anything what you've learned that you could share with the audience and they can actually learn from it as right. well. Yeah, so in recent years, being myself. So I talked earlier on about when I said like getting into business, I was trying to be the salesperson. I was trying to be the marketer. I was trying to be everything. And sometimes I was trying to be something that I wasn't. And, mm -hmm. I, and I've learned now to accept that I am what I am. I'm not saying that in a way that I can't change, but I've got mm -hmm. to, you mean, embrace what I bring to the table. What you mean, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. You mean, I can improve on certain things, but to try and be something I'm not. So when I was going initially, being a salesperson, I'm not a salesperson. <laughs> so. You mean I shouldn't shouldn't have been trying to be something I wasn't in that sense. So that that that's a big one for me. Um, also realizing you can't please everyone. You mean mm -hmm. it's a big world out there. You mean one thing. You mean I might do some content that hundred people love and a hundred people might hate. I might do mm -hmm. some content that ten people might love and a million might hate. You never know. You mm -hmm. can't please anyone. All I try to do now is I try to think right. Is this going to give value? Is it going to portray my brand and that in the way I want it to be portrayed? And if it fits that criteria, I'm going to go with it. You know I mean, and if it, if it upsets a few people, you know I mean, I'm, I'm not one of these outrageous, you know I mean, trainers or fitness people or or, or or celebrities or whatever who just goes out to say something to upset people in so that they respond. I'm not mm -hmm. going to do that. But I also, on the flip side, know that some of my things people aren't going to agree with. Well, that's that's part of being human, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want everyone to agree with me, just as I don't agree with everyone all the time. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, be yourself and don't try to please everyone, uh, and 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 not take things too serious. Um, mm -hmm. you know I mean, it is my business, it is my lifestyle. You know I mean, I, I quit a very good job at a very good company with a very good wage, and so people say, oh yeah, yeah, the pressure's on you now. Well, it is, and it also isn't in the sense that. I'm doing what I like. I've got my family around me. Even if things aren't succeeding, say say tomorrow everything falls in, I know that if I keep doing what I've been doing and I keep growing, it'll come back again. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it lets me not take it too serious. You mean, it is a serious business. Every, you mean, life is a serious business, but then on the flip side, it's not really. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. So before I ask my last question, because I want to respect your time, I know you are busy. Uh, so where can people find you online where they can learn more about uh, you and your business? 
Right, yeah. So I have my website, which is jimwolfpt.com. So there's lots of stuff on there. I have a blog that I, I add to at least weekly. Uh, there's a lot of free you mean, information on there. There's all, mm -hmm. all information about all the packages I earn from my one-to-one -one in the Preston area through to my online personal training, which I offer high-end down to lower-end. I also have a membership uh, site, which people can join for a small fee. It's like $7.99 a month where I've just got lots of stuff that's not tailored for, for the specific person, but there's diet plans on there. There's training programs. Mm -hmm. So that's all on my website, jimwolfpt.com. And like I said earlier, I'm also quite big on Instagram, uh, big on LinkedIn, LinkedIn mm -hmm. under my name, Ian David Worthington, same mm -hmm. on Facebook. So, yeah, I'm out there. I'm, <laughs> I'm out and about. Uh, if you're in the Preston area, you've probably seen me at a, a number of gyms. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, the, there's lots of ways to contact me. If anyone wants to email me, it's ian at jimwolfpt.com. If they mm -hmm. have any questions, fitness-related, health-related, uh, I'll do my very best to answer them. Awesome, awesome. So where do you see Ian in the next five years? Um, any progress, right. any plans? Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm getting a bit old by then. You know, I'll, I'll be coming up to 50. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I can still see myself being very fit and healthy, hopefully. Uh, I'll still be definitely getting up early and training hard. With regards to my business, um, I mean, it is relatively, I've, I've only been working on this full time for just over a year now. Uh, and it's only been, I mean, just over just under sorry three years since i set it up initially so mm -hmm. it's quite an infant thing but it has grown massively in this time so i i really want to be the the, the top fitness expert in this country in, in the uk mm -hmm. that's my aim in five years time and people some people might laugh at that but i mean they, they always laugh at people who have big, big ambitions and uh I mean, i'll see you in five years time and and, <laughs> and show it's been done so so that's my big the game in a business perspective with regards to me personally i think it's just being someone who my family my friends my, my kids and my wife that they're sort of inspired by that that's also a big thing right you I mean all the money and all the you I mean followers and all that mean not much if you're not happy as you are in a person mm -hmm. and you're not doing the right things for the right people and, and for those people around you as well. So that, that's a big one. So it's a bit twofold. The business, yeah, I want to grow it. I want to be massive. Mm -hmm. I want to help people. I want to be, I mean, people say, look, Jim Wolf PT, top UK fitness guy. He's helping these people. He's not trying to rip people off. He's trying to give them good value. Flip side, the family in my close inner circle saying, yeah, he's a decent guy. You know I mean, he, he, he he looks out for us. He tries to help us. He's, 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 he's doing his job. <laughs> awesome. Ian. thank you so much for coming on the show. It was like, so you provided so much value and th thank you for being so authentic to share your ups and downs as well with us. Um, yeah, no so problem at all. Awesome. Thank you. So guys, I encourage you to deep, deep, uh, dive deep into Ian's work because he provides so much value. Even on Instagram, each post has many, many, uh, great nuggets in each post so i encourage you to check him out and also if you have any questions on ian just contact him through instagram or his email or if you have any questions on me just email me as well or i'm on social media as well and always guys remember that you might be just one step away from another life because you are you might be just one decision away
from great things happening to you. So thank you for listening and take care, guys.